It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's only fitting you've played that song because someone's just walked in on a knocker's block off. Marty Banks coming up after <laughs> 8 o'clock. He's chirpy. He is smiling. They've got a dub on the board for the Highlanders. So he's good. looking good too so in his good. Highlanders gear. He's looking good and sharp, and we'll have a chat to him shortly. But right now it's time to talk some UFC, Kempe. Yeah, UFC 286 went off with a bang in the OT. O2 Arena, sorry, hometown hero, Leon Edwards, yep, I picked them. Leon Wait, Edwards, gained a second win over the former <laughs> pound-for-pound king, Kumaru Usman, and held on to the UFC welterweight title. Justin Gaith only improved his stock by beating the heavy-hitting Rafael Fazeev to win his seventh fight of the night bonus, improving his role, still right in the top echelon of lightweights in the world, Eric Jackman, who is the social media director at MMA Fighting and a regular panellist on Ariel Halwani's MMA Hour podcast. He's with us now to wrap up that banger in London morning. New York, Rick, how you going? It's going well. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Mate, from top to bottom, it was a pretty awesome uh, card at the O2. What did you think about it? Yeah, it was a great card, um, capped off by Leon Edwards retaining the uh, title in 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 the trilogy fight, ending the rivalry with Kamaru Usman. Good on you. It sounded like you uh, you were back in the boy Leon, so uh, good on you because he, he was an lying. underdog. 100%. 100%. But he was able to pull it off, and uh, I think it really solidified him as, as a dominant champion and somebody who's in the top of the pound-for-pound pound list right now. Why is um, Leon Edwards such a difficult fight for Kamaru Usman, who was dominating the division for so, so long? Why is it such a difficult, like, he got beaten on significant strikes. Obviously, Kumari took him down a couple of times, but wasn't enough. Why is it so difficult for him to beat Leon? Yeah, I think the familiarity is one. You know, Kamaru Usman has been on top for a long time, so what happens naturally is is the contenders kind of see tape on you for years and years and years and can develop their game to counter yours. And then as far as the skill set, Leon Edwards is a really, really good defensive wrestler. Um, has really good cardio, and he's really sharp in the striking. So if, if you're trying to build somebody that could counter Kamar Usman, he's probably the perfect build. He was able to keep it in the middle of the cage, and he was able to pick him apart with some really nasty body kicks. Um, and when Kamaru tried to wrestle, Leon was able to counter it. So it was, it was a very clean performance from Leon, but I think stylistically and in terms of where they are in their careers, it's going to be a tough fight for Kamaru, um, and Leon has the advantage. Yeah, O2 Arena too, home home advantage for the man. And what about Martin Vittori? He's, his comeback performance wasn't too bad too against a Georgian Roman Adolidzi. How did you find that one? 
Yeah, I thought Marvin looked good. Um, these two had been training partners, um, so they were definitely familiar with each other's game. Delice brought it, um, as he always does. He's been an underdog in, in his last couple of fights, and he, he came in winning three in a row. Um, but Marvin was just a little too sharp. Marvin, I feel like, is the measuring stick at the UFC's metalweight division, where if you can beat Marvin Vittori, you're probably somebody who's a title contender. Um, so Delite fell just short of that bar, but Marvin Vittori was able to put himself kind of back into that title conversation. It's going to be tough for him to get a fight against Israel Adesanya, who's beaten him twice. Um, but if Alex Pereira can uh, defeat Izzy again, then Marvin Vittori might be somebody who could be lined up for a title shot. So a really solid performance for him and established him as a top contender again. Oh, we can't wait for that rematch, especially down under Israel Adesanya. Sanya, hopefully he can get that job done against Alex Pereira, who has, well, the wool over him. Obviously his K1 background beating Izzy a couple of times and then going out there and, well, I thought Izzy was leading that fight and then just taking a couple of shots to the head. Can you see, how do you see that unfolding in a couple of weeks' time? Yeah, I was there at MSG watching that fight. It, I, I agree with you. It felt like Izzy was, by, by the fourth into the fifth, it felt like Izzy was completely yeah. in control of that fight. The problem is Pereira has that one-hitter-quitter power. He has that power that can mm. take you out mm. at any point in the fight, and he carries it all the way through. But I think Israel and his team at City Kickboxing and head coach Eugene Behrman are some of the smartest, sharpest, and best in the game at establishing game plans and being able to stick to them. I think Israel can look and see a lot of things in that first MMA matchup, not their first matchup ever, but their first MMA matchup, and see some places he could improve and maybe be able to, to do better on that performance. I don't think by any means this is a situation where Alex Pereira has his number and there's no way Israel Adesanya wins. In fact, uh, personally, this is my opinion, I, I would actually favor Israel slightly heading into this rematch. I do think he has the tools, as we saw in that first fight, and I think as far as coaching and game plans are concerned, it does not get better than City Kickboxing and the team that he has. Hey, the, the co-may event, Justin Gaith really showed his class against uh, Fazeev there. Should, it, should Justin's chin be regarded as a lethal weapon? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, when, you, when you come to fight with Justin Gaethje, there's, there's one guarantee, which is that he's going to bring the action and you're not going to be able to take him out of there. And uh, I think, you know, pound, pound for pound, money for money, dollar for dollar, if you're looking for the most exciting fighter right now or the most exciting fighter in UFC history, he's up there. He is up there. Every moment that he's in that cage, he is bringing the violence and bringing the action. So uh, Justin Gaethje, I think, did himself some wonders um, in terms of that performance and, and winning fans over, but also much like Marvin Vittori, kind of inserting himself back into the top of the division. And now with, you know, some, some lightweight openings, uh, potentially opening up, Justin Gaethje could slide in there and, and potentially be tighting, fighting for the title pretty soon. Fazeev, man, he got bloodied over there in that fight. What a what a what an athlete and what a champion he is. But finally, we have to ask you about Connor. Connor was in the studio. He was there over the weekend. How is the notorious one? And are you excited for the Ultimate Fighter? Yeah, I'm definitely excited for the Ultimate Fighter. If you're a Conor McGregor fan, I think what we've been seeing from him lately is encouraging. You kind of see the shades of the mm -hmm. old Conor. You see the energy. You see the excitement. He's been away for a bit. I think he's been reinvigorated by the game. And I don't think it's any accident that they put him on tough where he's around these young, hungry up-and-comers who aren't the, the guys who have already established themselves and kind of want the spots that he's been able to achieve. So I think that that's motivated him. I think being around MMA and not off on his yacht and, and making movies um, has brought him back into the fold. 
And I think we're going to see a motivated Conor McGregor. The question remains to be seen, is Conor's skill set still where it was in his prime? And I, and I think we're going to find out against Michael Chandler, who I think is going to bring the fight to him and be able to push him. But I'm excited about it. And if you're a Conor McGregor fan, I think all the signs are there that we've got a little bit of the old Conor back. Beautiful, mate. Eric, we appreciate your time this morning talking UFC 286. And thanks so much. We can't wait to see Izzy back and obviously Connor in the ultimate fighter. Thank you so much, mate. Take care. Have a great one. Thanks for having me. There he is. That is Eric. We're going to shoot off and we'll come back and wrap up the hour. Uh...